Mm. Now we're recording. Uh, Jen brought um, candy corn and peanuts. Can you stop rattling that in, in the mic? I promise not to chew ice if you don't rattle your candy corn. <laughs> I actually really like candy corn, but I refuse to eat it because I'm drinking Dal Vineyard's rosé. It's, so it's the best wine. It is. Thinking we would stop and put our thingy, maybe. That's what we call Where do you face? put your thingy? Mm, I know. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's what I sit around thinking about. Where, Where does, does Jen, Jen put her thingy? thingy? <laughs> I was just going to say that I think all three of us together should say, well, hi, hi, my, my name, name is... <laughs> She said, hi, my name is mom. Yes. And one, Ready? two, three. Welcome, Welcome to, to hi, my name, name is mom. mom. That is the highest pitch. It is. Like, Corey, woo, hi, my name is mom. So unlike Corey. Because I'm laughing. We are wives, <laughs> entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives. And at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. If you want to support our podcast, which we're hoping we you, do, you do, right? Mom supporting moms. The best way you can help us out is to shop our affiliate links, which we have dropped right in the description of today's episode. And lastly, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Hi, My Name is Mom Official. Okay, this is episode one of season, season three. three. Oh Woo! my gosh. I'm Never excited. Thought we'd get here. A big part of the reason we took this big break is because of the freaking million pounds of invisible, invisible, because of the million pounds of invisible bricks in I our mommy bags. I approve that word. <laughs> invisible, invisible, <laughs> and it's it's like sometimes you are carrying the weight of the world, but no one can see what that stuff is that you're carrying. Even your spouse, and sometimes you yourself don't even know what's weighing you down. Sometimes yeah. you don't know why. Things feel so hard. And so one of the reasons we took this big break is because we were burnt out and we all had so much going on emotionally. Beyond, you know, obviously it went from the global stuff of the pandemic and all this craziness um, and kids home to personally us all going through big life changes, heavy stuff, um, and just in general being really busy. I mean, yeah. if you're new to the podcast, like we all three have other jobs too. And if you heard our preseason teaser, you know, I can't even remember the last 18 months. She and it, blacked it actually, out. It's literally because it was so freaking busy, just so busy that I did. Yeah. I blocked it out. Okay, so let's get right into it. Kayla, yeah. what, what's in, what are your invisible bricks that you carry around? What um, is in your mommy bag? Ugh. I feel so heavy right now in this moment. And I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, but I almost feel like the bricks change every week. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah. With what's weighing my down, what's weighing my down. Oh my gosh. It's okay, we'll hit our stride guys. Words are it's hard. Fine. Yes, Words um, are hard. For me though, I feel like I am back in this cruddy little world of the unknown of how am I gonna have a baby? And um, that the weight of that unknown you carry around every day. I carry around every day, even though I I there's nothing like I almost need to talk out. It's not like I need counseling on it. I'm not depressed about it, but it does make me very heavy because it infiltrates everything for you. It does because it's a void that is unexplainable, yep. and um, and nothing else will fill it and. And then I almost get 
very a, another brick that comes with that is the guilt of well I, I have a beautiful home I have like a beautiful life a beautiful husband and obviously the most perfect child like you say I, you're sorry anytime you vent mm-hmm you you do, and I always say don't apologize for that yeah, right I do I feel guilty for wanting another baby when I feel like my life is already so good and there's so many people that would like love to have my life and then I feel terrible about that but that that guilt does not um, that does not take negate a, the void yeah yeah and so I, my biggest brick right now is that and then you have um, I'm back to working full time and just trying to figure out that I'm not going to screw my kid up because I'm going to in some ways. I'm experiencing for the first time the mom guilt on parenting because I will say as a brand new baby, like your first baby, you don't, there's not a ton you can get wrong. Like just my opinion, like they're fed, they're changed. You put them down for a nap. They're not, they're not super impressionable as infants. And now that she's turning into a toddler, she's so impressionable. That's when like the parenting I feel like really begins in the weight of trying to figure out, am I going to screw my kid up or not? Um, oh, you will. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I totally you will. Everyone will. But, my yeah, mom always it, said every kid has to have something to go to therapy over. <laughs> right. <laughs> always. So, Clearly. I feel like I'm messing her up. I feel guilty for wanting another one because I'm stressed. And we're going to like side note, Kayla went through a lot while we were on hiatus and we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that. And yeah. and so we are going to dive into that. But I also feel like that heaviness that you feel is totally valid. You have been through more than someone should have to go through. Your pain is valid anyway, but you should never feel guilty about carrying that because you carry it well. Like you're upbeat, you're, you're overwhelming, like, you know, thing is positivity yeah. and you don't let it stop you from being a light in the room ever (laughs) i feel like i'm kind of dim right now like you're allowed to be your dim is like a hundred watt bulb (laughs) yeah like it's just not exploding what is what how does how does that the big bricks right like your atlas carrying the world on your back how does that trickle down in your day-to-day and like the bricks you know daily life stuff yeah it's so funny that we're talking about this because I I've been experiencing so much of those emotions lately like just really evaluating like my parenting style like day to day with Loxley and am I having if she's the only kid that I'm going to be blessed with am I am I doing it well am I doing it right am I um Am I spending those quality times or am I on my phone too much? Am I putting her in front of the TV too much? Like, And so for me, those bricks have kind of helped me not take a moment for granted. And I know, Corey, we were just talking about this the other day. You told me that you felt like I was at a piece that I've never been at. Mm-hmm. And as heavy as life feels, um, I do have this unbelievable clarity that these bricks have given me because it's kind of like, washed my slate clean in the sense of like what really matters when you go through really hard stuff and like your weight gets so heavy it kind of just like breaks you down completely yeah and and you just I don't know you have a clarity of like all right that like bad stuff is going to happen that weight will always be there but you you don't want to complain about it as you go well Well, you should you should be able to complain though you should feel like you have an outlet to say this is hard this stuff is really hard and it's like what we talked about like tragedy gives you glasses by which to see things that most people 
lucky for them don't have to view life through and you are there's never a moment that goes by that you don't that you take Loxley for granted but that doesn't mean that the invisible load of everything else that you're carrying doesn't weigh on you very heavy right I I think you and I are saying the same things I just I think I particularly hate the word complain and so I always just revert to I'm going to acknowledge Vent. the hardships. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you have a hot, yeah. you have a hot button for people who sound like they're complaining about their children. I do. I, that yeah. that is 100 percent probably my biggest pet peeve. I think that is semantics though, because I agree with you. It's like. I, I don't really know people that complain about their kids, but I do know people that vent a lot and need a lot of like mom support. And I think that's the same thing, but I do get why complain has kind of a negative connotation. I, too. okay. So I think for me, um, and we don't have to get into this a ton, but the whole complain thing, it literally started when all those like viral videos came out of like moms hiding in the pantry, like <laughs> drinking wine, getting away from their kids, like screaming. <laughs> For me, I don't know why that triggers me so much, but I want to punch them in the face. You mean what we were doing when we were recording our podcast? <laughs> like hiding exactly. in offices with wine last year. I'm just kidding. That's yeah, a joke. but like, I feel like I've been that mom me too and this is not to say that this will happen for you but when your babies are tiny it's impossible to ever imagine yeah like upset with them yeah in a way that isn't just like oh i'm frustrated in the moment but in the way that you're actually mad at them and you actually are frustrated or angry with them because when they get old enough to start making some decisions that you're like that felt disrespectful disrespectful or ungrateful or just like just plain being annoying to be annoying or like putting a brick in your bag you know like I'm not looking forward to that season I'm just not in it right now and that's yeah for me with the tragedies that I've had the season I'm in is like if you're gratitude complain, for your baby yeah I think as they grow right like there's more yeah. things like Corey was saying there's more things Different that bricks. get added yeah because I can't I can barely at this point with Evie she's just starting to push my buttons and she knows how right yeah. she totally does she does she she's how. smart yes she is and so she's just getting to the point where I can get mad at her and I'm like Avalon. I don't know how to respond to that. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so, that's my Australian Siri boyfriend. So I, I know you've been going through so much with like schedules and like health stuff. It, do you feel like that's the biggest bricks right now Like you're carrying around? It's interesting, right? Because I feel like I've been in a couple of different places and Adrian and I talk about this a lot because when I was a working outside of the home mom, right, I was pulling 60 hours outside of the house and had three kids at the time and was still having to do all the mom stuff. You know, I was having to prepare for Christmas. I was having to plan birthday parties. I was having to make dental appointments and deal with wills and do all of the stuff that my husband, for all of his amazing, you know, character traits and personality, (laughs) wonderful personality things that, you know, all the great stuff he brings to the table. He doesn't do that stuff. And so for me, those those bricks are overwhelming bricks and no one ever sees them. And now that I am a very part-time working from home mama four, those bricks sort of become even bigger because I'm trying to do I'm trying to do hob I'm trying to have my own hobbies. I'm trying to have mom friends. I'm trying to, you know, build businesses. I'm trying to stay in my current career and industry in a way that's meaningful to me and that's by taking on jobs you know in casting and post-producing um podcasts you're also trying to stay relevant shows. within the industry absolutely because yeah. i'm i i want to continue working that's an important part of of my life but i still am the one now that my husband is working full-time i am still also doing all of those things that were invisible when i was working outside the home full-time i'm still doing it all and i got to the point recently where 
I said to him, I said, I just want you to know, and this is maybe like super, it's super morbid, but I'm like, if something happens to me, I have a notes app with everything that's important. It's passwords, it's it's where stuff is, it's money tracking, it's everything. It's just anything you might need to know to like jump back into running our family. And he's done that full time, you know? So it, it really hit me that if I, if something happened to me, Oh my gosh, like all of these things it that would I do, fall apart. it would fall apart. So yeah. do you feel like all the stress that you've had lately with like schedules and stuff is, is like the weight of it? What specifically I, do you feel I, like? Out I think of those? it's a couple things. I think I was always the mom that we have very dear friends, all, all three of us that love sports and I have never been a sports mom like ever 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 and all of a sudden I blink and my kids are in nine of them and I'm like what is happening that does <laughs> it is and it doesn't take into account like Ava's you know on student council and she's wanting to be in you know health the health science club and you know Charlie's wanting to do chess club and I'm like at some point there's not a single night during the week that is family not one until eight o'clock at night and that's that's really heavy for me so I finally this week said Ava you have to choose two things and, and that's it. You have to you have to give up tumbling. You have to give up gymnastics. We can't do four sports. It's just not possible. Not with a middle school tennis team kind of schedule that she has. And I said to Charlie, I was like, choose two things. You can do ninja. You can do basketball. Mason, choose to, you know, so if each of the three big kids is doing three things, that's a load off of me that I never anticipated being as heavy as it was. But it, it, it it's a lot because I feel like all of a sudden I'm like Miss Amy Kennedy and I'm like mom chauffeur. And that's all I do. I'm in the car my yeah. mobile office all the time. So it's that. And then it's all of the medical stuff like that stuff. People who have medically typical children are very lucky because two, three of the four of mine are not, you know, I have one that has, um, has had pulmonary issues. She was a very, very small baby. I have one that has three kidneys and major nephrology issues and is under a nephrologist and neurologist care. And then I have one that has lupus and just recovered from latent TB. And she's had a really scary ride. And every single time there's something, it's not just one appointment. It's all of the little things that go into that. You know, it's like school notes. It's, it's just stupid stuff. It's like, if I just had to take the kid to the doctor, that would be great. But then I got to like write an excuse note for the school, get an excuse note from the hospital, get them checked in. Get, it's just, it's, it's so many, every one thing begets like 10 other things. And that's assuming that everyone is doing the job they're supposed to do correctly the first time. And I don't have to go back and do it again because that's really my pet peeve. The, the schedule stuff and the the medical stuff is just really most of my, yeah. it's most of my weight right now. Do you feel like because we got so comfortable being home for so long that all of a sudden to be back to full schedule, it feels heavier? Or is this the first season of all of your kids in this many things? This is the first season of all of my kids. I have always said they could do one thing at a time. But mm -hmm. the problem is when they get when you get to be a mid-season mama, I can't believe I'm even in that place. When you get to, to be in that point, it's like they want to do sports and they love sports, but they also want to play music and you don't want to you don't want to all of that stuff seems that. like good things it for is. them to be doing. Ava yeah. wants to learn sign language. Well, sh that's going to pay for college. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like those things, I think they're important and I want to encourage them and I don't want to discourage their curiosity. I think that's, that's, I think our number one job aside from raising good humans is to impart that with, you know, help them learn all kinds of cool things that they can just take with them. But there's a, there's a limit, you know, and, and especially yeah. with having a big family, there's a limit. So I just think you are like such a rock star mom. <laughs> like every you're time sweet. I talk to you, you're like, I'm doing this, this, and this. And sometimes for me, I, I get overwhelmed with like my schedule and having 
a one-year-old and I'm thinking you are multitasking so many things and you do it so well. That's really um, sweet. No, I, I like that. I just look at you as such a rock star mom. Corey, uh, what about you? Adjusting to a family of three um, yeah, you know, I feel like I know pretty specifically what my bricks are. Um, I think I, my, my like, this is so funny because in my head, you know, what I meant to bring a brick and like drop it on the table every time someone <laughs> talked about one of their bricks. But, um, but my, hold I on, love that you have a brick. Corn, yes, we'll do, hold on. Ready? Yeah. There we go. Perfect. A bag of candy corn. Yeah. Um, basically the size of a brick <laughs> would feel like a brick in your belly. Oh, um, so I'm picturing these bricks of all sizes, right? <laughs> the boulder for me is worrying that I am too focused on my own stuff. This is one of those things kind of like you with people saying they are complaining that word for you. So people are very well-meaning when they say this, but it weighs so heavily on my soul when you kind of like say something about, you know, the season of motherhood that we're in being tricky and people immediately go, you need to appreciate every second because it goes too fast. And I know they're well-meaning, right? I know they're (laughs) well-meaning. It comes from a good place, but you know, I feel like I have this overwhelming sense of being very happy. Like I love my life. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy, but sometimes moment to moment, I feel overwhelmingly overwhelmed. Yeah. If you could have, it's me like dreaming about these things you could have. So when you have, you want your baby to be super tiny, like 10 days old, don't get bigger, but you're also, recovering from pregnancy and childbirth and you're so tired and then all of a sudden you have a one-year-old they don't want to just lay on you and sleep Mm -hmm. and you're like now I want you to do that you know because I feel better and now I can soak all that in and I know that being an empty nester is a whole other version of that or even being a mother of a teenager who wants nothing to do with you for a minute but I think that the people who say that they make me feel like I'm not just grabbing on with all my might to every single moment but the fact is that you're not going to enjoy every second of parenthood. Right. You're not. You're going to have to like really appreciate the little moments and overcome the hard ones and know that it's all worth it. And so for me, I go like, am I giving my kids enough? That's my like big brick. And the little ones are the day-to-day like domestic minutia that yeah. I don't like. Yep. I don't like to cook. I don't like to make the lunches. If that's a big brick for me, making dinners, making, because I don't enjoy cooking. It feels like a chore to me. The laundry, the little mm-hmm. stuff that piles up. You know what? I want a nanny for myself to do the cooking and the cleaning and the laundry so that I can hang out with my kids and not feel pulled away from that. Because when I'm at home, all I can think about is all the things that need to get done. And then it's the little stuff that trickles down from there. Like it weighs heavily on me that rad's eight and he can't swim so like i think about that in the middle of the night and i wake up and i put a to-do list that's like get radley into swim lessons um you know make bash a doctor's appointment for his his three-year visit it's finding the child care so i'm usually the one that you know if we need a sitter for something or we need a new sitter i put the ad out and i vet people but i think as moms we kind of like stack these things up that we feel responsible for everything from our child's emotional state to what they're eating for lunch to like their development to all these things. So for me, it's, am I giving my kids enough or am I too selfish about the things I want to accomplish for myself in my career and the space for myself? But then I also feel like I'm a better mother when I am taking that space for myself. And that's why I do it because I come back more focused on them. Like my, my best days as a mom, or when I tick those other boxes for myself and for even me and my husband, 10 focused minutes can be so much more valuable than three unfocused hours. Absolutely. It's interesting hearing you say that because for me, I'm like 
well, first of all, I am diagnosed OCD and I've been in recovery for probably 20 years at this point, 22 years. And so it's really difficult for me giving up control, as you guys know, like control yeah. is a is a huge thing on in, in details. And so I make my life harder because I have to be the room. You mom. have to do it all yourself. I have to be the team mom. I have to do that stuff. I have to. And that is so much extra work that I'm really struggling right now to just give up. Just give it up. Give yeah. the control up to someone else. And gosh, I mean, I, I really, I was blessed. I'm looking at the word on the wall. There's this like hashtag blessed in our podcast. It's fantastic. Um, but I was blessed when I was working outside the home to have amazing assistants, most of whom are still really good friends of mine. And, and I interact with on, if not a weekly basis, but a monthly basis. And those girls and guys really took so much of those in invisible bricks out of my bag for me as a mom. Delegate. Yep. And it was really helpful. So I think we all, the moral of this is we all need an assistant. I mean, I think it's worth talking about like what those things are that can help. I mean, communicating with your partner is huge. I mean, yeah. sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I'm embarrassed you guys because I feel so overwhelmed. And then when I say out loud, what actually in that moment needs to be done. It's just so minimal. It's not that big of a but deal. I have, I use, I don't know if you guys use like, I use this app called Trello on my phone and it's a to do app and it's awesome because it's drag and drop and you can create these different lists. But uh, it, it helps me to relax to put everything on a list so that then I don't have to keep it in my brain. Yep. But at the same time, I, I put enough. It'll be like a Monday list. I'm going to pare it down to a Monday list because apparently it's healthy to do. Well, only put on there what you can accomplish. Right. And then by and the time. The first thing you're supposed to put on your list is to make a list for your day. Oh, really? So you can check it off. It is a mental oh. step one That's of your like day the is done. That's like making the bed. Um, yeah. whole, have you seen that video of, um, it was a military uh a guy giving a speech at a graduation saying that the first thing you do every day is make your bed because even if you don't achieve anything else when you get into bed that night you're yeah. getting into a made bed yeah well the to-do list it really does help me but it, sometimes when I look at it I'm like I couldn't accomplish this in a lifetime I know. but I think I think that is an important component so that you can actually see what it is that you think you need to get done yeah I think that everyone can do this, but women in particular, we can like martyr ourselves, right? So it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh no, I'll handle it. Right. Oh no, I'll do oh, it. I feel attacked by that comment. Like, just like <laughs> I. Well, we all do oh, it. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was just saying like, yeah, I, you feel that. You feel it. Oh, I feel that like to the core, just trying to overly overachieve everything. And Jen, I can relate to you so much with, um, I am medically diagnosed with OCD as well. And I feel where you were saying, like, you have to be like the head of everything. Mm -hmm. That's how I've always been. Like, well, if I'm not the entrepreneur, if I'm not the owner, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to work for it's someone It's not going to be done right. I, it's is not going to be yeah, done right. Exactly. Like, and, and I know we joked on the season teaser about getting a <laughs> nanny, but it was like the same thing. It's like, well, I can do it better. Well, you I know don't... what you would be putting into that job. Yes. So you expect that. And so, very rightly so, I might add, from someone else. So, like, for me, a brick that I took out of my bag this past season was my laundry's not going to get done. I'm right? going to live. Live out of your laundry I, room. The, the traumatic experience that we went through, it was almost a blessing in the sense that I was able to throw a few bricks out that weren't important, and I kept the big heavy ones. To protect yourself. Mm -hmm. But all yeah. the, like... If the dog hair didn't get vacuumed one day, yeah. oh well. my anxiety would not come out. Yep. Like, and before, 
I would. That's I, what it is. Mm-hmm. It's when you feel the weight of the bricks, it causes anxiety. It, the and anxiety you can't, is And so then you bad. can't relax and be in the moment and with your would, kids because it's all of this like well, stuff. And and it was creating so many marital problems, like for us. Like my anxiety was, and and Jonathan had to tell me he he was like Kayla. He's like, this is your anxiety talking. Yeah, go away, anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's like, smart. Actually, we all need that. And because it was. It was over something. I didn't think he washed his hands and he was cutting up chicken for Loxley. And I like freaked out. He's like, that's your anxiety. He's like, it's going to get cooked. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, hands are going to get washed. Well, giving up control, I think is huge. It's honestly probably the biggest thing to take bricks out of your bag is letting other people do things, whether that's childcare, whether that's going, Mm -hmm. hey, husband, like, can you just take over doctor stuff can you take over making the doctor's appointments doing the follow-ups making sure those appointments are made i mean we're all doing this with partners it's worth mentioning yes and uh and i think for very good ones by the way that's the thing is that we have great involved dads so if we feel like (laughs) what must like a single parent of four children i know i would actually love to hear um, if you're a single mom um, or a dad listening to this, I would love to hear what your how bricks are. How do you are. do it? Yeah. Like, how do you do it? Can <laughs> I tell you something that I just um, recently learned from a neighbor that I've decided to implement with my kids? And we had this conversation the other day. You know, it's it's worth noting that all of our kids feel the same kind of anxieties differently that we do, right? You know, they all feel heavy oh, yeah. and they, things get heavy for them. And so we sat down with each of them. And we were like, listen, here's the deal. There's a word now that we have in our family. And if you are ever just overwhelmed, if I'm yelling, if daddy's upset, if you just can't handle all the bricks in your bag right now, you say this word. And that is a serious word to us. And it means that you have to give us some grace and you have to step away and and we'll just, we stop just right then. And it's been a really good reset for us. We've only been doing it for maybe two, two and a half, three weeks, but it's been a really important it's been a really important part of our family dynamic. That's awesome. Well, I feel like, you know, we have to respect that they can go through the same thing too. Yeah. But like, so the delegation, the to-do list, I do think help because at least then it's not sitting in your brain. <coughs> the trying to... Sorry, y'all. Well, what you said about the laundry, I mean, I've sometimes let it go and then I feel like I'm so, like I'm getting, like, just getting caught up then can be yeah. so overwhelming. But for me, it's a lot about childcare. And even though sometimes vetting and finding sitters can be crazy oh which side note we are working with care.com and if you go on our website and you click the care bubble you can sign up either for a free membership or there's a code that you can get um 20 off a premium that's just as a side note because Worth i actually it. think i actually think that that's a big part of this conversation mm-hmm. is you have to be willing to ask, a, for help. ask for help and b let go of control with how you know once you hire someone that you trust you have to kind of like accept the help walk away exactly i think it's like uh, accepting help is a huge thing i think that us making space for ourselves like this evening and like we are going to be doing once a week is important because I know for me right now like when Teddy takes a nap that's the only time I have to like do everything so I never sit still so Ty will be like you won't take an hour and just like binge watch something I'm like because I can't because my brain is like here's all the things I could be doing during that hour yeah but then I'm sort of martyring myself right because I'm like no I have these things that have to be done whether that's work or it is just like household stuff so it's like letting the space be there not letting the anxiety 
do the talking. I'm sure there's probably some kind of like meditation we should be doing or something, Truly. right? I've never yeah. been able to slow down enough to do like yoga and meditation, well, but. It's interesting you talk about laundry too. Can I just like touch on that? I hate laundry so I much. Too. And I felt really bad because that week that I was talking about at the top of the episode where I was just, it was everything hit me all at once. I went almost two full weeks. I washed all the laundry. It was all clean. If somebody needed underwear, it was there, but I wasn't folding it or putting it away, you know? Yeah. And my husband, every Sunday, well, for two weeks in a row, he's he does this anyway, but like for two weeks in a row, put all the laundry away. And all of a sudden, this wonderfully loving thing that he was doing to help take bricks out of my bag, not so invisible ones, but bricks nonetheless, became like me feeling guilty that yeah. he was then doing something that I was typically responsible for doing. Right. And it added another brick. So it's and like, then it's uh, really like, is that a fun person to be? Like the person know, who's just not. always feeling guilty. Like that's nope. not the kind of person that I will like want to nope. be. No. I want to be the person who's like, sweet, it got done, awesome. Or like, let's play in this giant pile of dirty laundry. Yeah. Who cares if it smells like pee? I think... <laughs> There's so many like house cleaners, but for me, I get stressed out sometimes if I you have to I, clean for the cleaners. You too. have to clean yeah. for the cleaners, <laughs> and that is a high class problem, y'all. I, yes. it, it totally is, and so I I rarely rarely get a cleaner. I I mean, because by the time I'm ready for the cleaner to come, I can I can do it. You can do the rest. Of I it can very do the rest easy. of it. I need somebody to start a business where it is m- mom chores. Like where, hey, yeah, I'm going to come. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah, you that's need, like, what I do. Helper. I need like a, like, it's just like a mom chores. Like, hey, I'm going to come in. It's like I was talking about a nanny for moms. That my, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind washing and drying the laundry. Yep. I just don't want to fold and put away. Hell no. My, um, my big jet tub is full of laundry right now <laughs> because, and I haven't taken we a bath in there. We will post a picture of that I have socials. not taken oh, a bath no. in there in three nights because Jonathan had to remove like towels and my clothes from the dryer so he could do his laundry and he just threw it in the bathtub and I'm like, ah, I'm not that getting to that right now. By the way, you know what would happen in my house? The cats would take a dump on it because that's what happened the other day. I had a basket of clean laundry and there was poop on the top of the basket and I literally almost gave the cats away. So mad. <laughs> well, I started doing. I've I, on TikTok. I saw this like no fold laundry method, and I was all about it. Where you just put stuff in bins and put it in the kids' rooms because yep. they're gonna rifle through it anyway. That's exactly. Well, what we Bash, do. he definitely has the OCD thing because he wants everything like like when he goes and gets his jammies out, he's not messing up anything. Rat, on the other hand, like there's no point in folding stuff, but he's sensitive. So I'm like, hey, buddy, we're not gonna fold this stuff. We're just gonna put it in your drawers. No, I want it folded. I'm like, okay, well then you have to fold it yourself. He's eight, right? Mm-hmm. So then like he got busy with school. So I'm like feeling bad that I'm folding everyone else's laundry and not rads, you know, even though I think chores are important. And so I started folding it again. I went in there to get a shirt and I'm like, oh, hell no. So I brought him in there. I'm like, rad, do you really want mommy spending time folding your laundry when your drawer looks like this? So now I feel guilty about it. And this is the brick I need to take out of my bag is feeling guilty about this. Yeah is that I get his laundry bin and I take all his clean stuff and as I'm sifting through the kid's stuff, I throw all his stuff, direct. I don't even do it inside out. I just put it directly in his bin and I go, here you go, this is up to you. If you wanna live out of that laundry bin, do it. If you wanna throw it straight in your drawer, do it. If you wanna fold it, great. And that's kind of our, and now he's like, this is a lot of laundry. And I'm like, yeah, I do it every week. I, yeah. I love that that takes a brick out of your bag though. And yes, I just have to let it. So it's you have a, to so, let it. So yeah, guys, ultimately, this is on us. We have to. We need. We you know need what we need to do? We need to go, go and like 
we need to go and yes i think it's important that we find ways to remove those bricks even like just off of ourselves yes of like i'm carrying this around for no freaking good reason Well, laundry is a huge one for most women it really is it's such a trigger word and so i bought I love it. Laundry is a trigger word. It It really is. I bought five five dollar laundry bins from Target. I put everyone's name on them, and my me and Adrian share one. And I literally just dump their laundry in it. But it's like I still have to sort of sort it, and then I have to make them do it, which is also hard. Like the enforcement of it, saying, "Hey, you're not going to get any screen time until you do this. You can't play outside after school until you do this." It's It's still on you. Exactly. You you have to nag them. It is another brick. Yeah. You guys have taken bricks out of my bag. Kayla, you love to cook and nurture. And there are things, like, you have literally volunteered to scrub my baseboards. And I won't let you do that. (laughs) Baseboards are important. But, but, you know, there are times when, like, you just, like, come over with some food from Trader Joe's and you enjoy just, like, coming over and cooking. And that's taking a brick out of my bag. So it's, like, also with our mom friends and, and, and everyone listening, like, how can we take a brick out of your bag? Like, what can we do? Can we um, recommend some kid stuff to occupy your children for 30 minutes? Like, go get, oh, you guys, the kid roller coasters oh, yeah. are amazing. Like, oh my goodness. we should put that on a list mm-hmm. because that will occupy your children for an hour. So maybe that's taking a brick out of your bag because you get an hour to read a book, like sitting outside while they like roll down a roller coaster. So how can we take bricks out of, our other moms, mom friends bags. Yeah. Well, you guys um, that are listening, um, comment on this episode, like what your bricks are, and we would love to. Hear yeah, maybe those. we can take some mm-hmm. bricks out of some mom's bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. I, and I don't know exactly how we do that, but if we find out what those bricks are, then that will give us clarity on how we can help do that. Because I think that's a fabulous idea. Like our biggest thing is we want to be there for other moms in the way that we're there for each other and we feel very I mean I I could get emotional talking about this and this isn't even supposed to be like some heavy ass episode but I don't know what I would do without you guys yeah Um, you know I mean it's true it's like you just you you do you do lighten the load of like you know I love being a mom it's my favorite thing that I am it is my favorite thing that I am, but it's messy and it's hard. And the these are some like it's really long hard. days within the yeah. short years. Yeah. And it just is. And if you're one of those seasoned moms out there, like, and you see that new mom and you, what you want to say is that my arms are empty and I would kill for that moment. Like maybe don't say it. Well, or maybe like the mom in Can your I life. Can you a who, coffee? Yeah. Well, maybe it's like, yeah. Or just say you're doing a good job. Yeah. Or maybe it's that you go, who's the the mom in that season of early, like has the young kids that I can be like, hey, go on a date. I'm going to like hang out with you. That is amazing. I will say this. If you have the chance to, if it's a neighbor, if it's a friend, like a- anybody in your life, if you know a young mom in the sense where like with the young kids, offer to babysit. Like, and then you're offer- like ticking your box and the other yes. mom. The mom of little kids just wants a minute and the mom whose kids are grown up just wants to like, wants, a, wants that yeah. baby who wants their full attention or, or a kid to play Legos with them for a minute, you I know? I love that. Okay, well, hopefully this episode is like lightening the load for all of us just to know that we're like in it together. It's a really I important way to start season three. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Because we had a lot of bricks. But for what it's worth, bags. I know I speak for Kayla too when I say you are 
equally important to us. Yes. And we are so grateful for your friendship. I hope that everybody listening has a group of mom friends like we do. And if you don't, you got to find some. And if you can't, be your ours. You're our friend. 100%. Hi, we're friends. Yeah. (laughs) And and go follow us on all the socials. We're at Hi, My Name is Mom official everywhere, especially, guys, if you want to see some shenanigans, we sometimes on TikTok, it's ridiculous. So, um, and I want to add that, you know, we like love being a podcast and being able to chat about this. But what really helps us as a podcast is if you go and you and you subscribe and you leave us a review. And that is a huge help to us. And we would love to hear from you um, on the actual podcast app that you're listening through. And then next week, um, I was just pulling up the grid. What is it, Jen? Right there. 302. <gasps> oh, I don't know ooh, what it is. Kayla needs a uterus. No. <laughs> okay, okay, that's all we're gonna say. Make sure you listen. And thank you for you listening. Hi, my name is Mom. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all we got. Out. That's episode yeah. one. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville boutique hotel whose mission is to give back to the Nashville community. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.